Chapter 1 Hypocrites Love to Pray Prayer is the most abused part of the Christian life today. Misguided understandings about prayer mess more people up spiritually than anything else out there. Jesus taught that there is right and wrong praying. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray. Matthew 6, 5 Most believers don't associate hypocrites with prayer. They think if you're praying, what could be wrong? Plenty, because hypocrites love to pray. Just because you start with the words, Our Father, and conclude with, In the name of Jesus, Amen, doesn't mean it's prayer. A tremendous amount of what's being called prayer today offends God and opens the door for the devil. There are right and wrong ways to pray. God's Messenger Boy In 1969, I heard a wrong teaching that Satan was God's messenger boy. It said that the devil can only do what the Lord allows, and therefore God uses him to work good in our lives. That's totally wrong. But I didn't know it at the time. I brought this teaching back to my girlfriend, and she bought into it completely. On the tapes I gave her, there was an example of a boy who was too shy to witness to his classmates. He prayed and asked God to give him an incurable disease so he could show his faith in Christ by the way he responded to death. The next day, he came down with leukemia. Four people were born again at his funeral. Although this young man's faith brought some glory to God, this isn't correct praying. My girlfriend prayed the same prayer and was diagnosed with leukemia the next morning. Four people were born again at her funeral. However, God wasn't the one answering these two prayers by blessing them with leukemia. Satan took advantage of wrong praying and killed two young people before their time. Wrong praying gets wrong results. Praying Wrong Jesus had to reveal what prayer was not before he taught what it was in Matthew 6, 5-13. The Lord Himself had to counter the religious concepts concerning prayer in His day first, or the people would never have been able to grasp what He was about to say. It's just as bad today, if not worse. Like the Pharisees, Jesus confronted, prayer has become a religious calisthenic. People use it to soothe their consciences, feeling like they've done something to manipulate and motivate God to move on their behalf. Wrong motives. The heart attitude behind your prayer interests God much more than the actual words you say. Just because you spend an hour or more in what you call prayer doesn't mean you're accomplishing anything. If your attitude is wrong, you're praying wrong. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Matthew 6, 5. What a holy person! Have you heard them storm the gates of heaven? That little ego-stroking pat on the back is all they get, because man's admiration is the only reward for such praying. They won't receive anything from God. Are you aware that you can exercise powerful spiritual gifts and make tremendous personal sacrifices but still not impress God? That's right. If you don't have the proper motive, it doesn't matter what you do. Praying in tongues, prophesying, having all faith, giving your possessions to the poor, or even laying down your life will all profit you nothing if done without God's kind of love.
1 Corinthians 13, 1-3. In the kingdom, heart attitude makes all the difference. If you aren't seeing the desired results from your prayer life, check your motives. Are your prayers truly motivated by love? 